Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our love revolution where we discuss ideas and concepts that help you love yourself and each other more because we need more love in the universe. Gotta love a love revolution. Yes, we do. That's right. So today, people, we got a great show for you. We're going to talk about triggers. Yes. What's your relationship triggers and why are they important to understand? Yes, all triggers, not just relationships. That's true. All kinds of things trigger people. Good good point. Good point. But before we jump into the main topic, it's time to catch up with the clocks. Yes. So, baby, how you been? Anything new you want to share with the listeners? What have you been up to? Sure. I've had an amazing week. We went to the podcast movement convention and spoke on a panel with all of our lovely friends from Black Love and that was amazing. Big shout out to the team. Yeah, we got to go to Dallas and we got to travel a little bit. I love traveling with you. I know, I love traveling too, especially when it's paid for. Yes. That's right. Yes, manifesting. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Love that. Gotta love that. Yes. So that was really fun and then got back and we just jumped right into it. Just Uh jumped right into coaching and I wanted to share with the listeners like the men are coming to coaching. We've had so many men sign up for coaching with us, and I'm Mm. loving seeing the men really show up. And one of the reasons I wanted to do this show on triggers is we had Mm -hmm. a client last week that we just did a whole coaching session on managing triggers. So it just really inspired me, and I thought it was information that everyone could benefit from. How about you? How was your week? My week was actually great because I was at the convention with you. Yes. And I love traveling with you. Mm. It was my first time going to Dallas. Yeah. So that was cool. It was great meeting fans. Yes, it was fun. Yeah, like we'd just be walking through the, <laughs> the through the rooms and people would be like, oh my God, you have amazing clocks. I love your podcast. And, and I love this. One of the fans <laughs> broke this grown ass man down into oh, tears. Oh yeah, she had you crying. Yeah, she had me crying, man. See that guy's it's okay to cry. Don't be ashamed of it. It's a, perfect, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. And so she came up after we did our, our panelist mm-hmm. spot and she pulled me to the side and she goes, can I talk to you for a second? Uh-huh. I was like, sure. And she was like, I just wanted you to know that me and my daughter, we had such a hard time with relationships. My daughter's having a hard time with relationships. And one day she just admitted to me, Ma, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have any role models. I don't mm-hmm. know what it looks like. Yeah. She said, and then we started watching the Black Love show series. Mm-hmm. series. And she said, you guys were on. And immediately we both were like, oh, that's it right there. That's what Aww. it looked like. And she said, so they would watch it over and over again. And then they'd have discussions about it. Wow. And, and it's really, really helped them to heal and help them to be able to know what it looks like. It's possible. That it's possible. Yeah. yeah. And she was crying and that just, ugh, that just got me because that's what we do. That's why we're doing it. Right. You know, and yeah. it means so much to us. It's not just for entertainment or just to make money. It's to really contribute. Yeah. And to make help an others. impact. Yeah. yeah. And help others. And create so, more love in the world. Right. Yeah, it's love revolution. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so that was beautiful. That was my highlight. Yeah. Well, she got us both. Then she came out and told me because I was talking to someone else and then I started crying too. It was just a lot of love. Yeah. You know, it was funny to me when we were coming down the escalator. We were coming down the oh. escalator and someone 
yells out, Mel. And I'm like, do we know this person? And she's like, I'm coming back down. And she comes down the side of the elevator. We don't know her. She's a fan. We've never met her. We've never met her. She knows us. And we told her we were going to do a panel. And she said, oh, I got to work. I'm working here. I can't come Mm -hmm. to your panel. And then when we got to our room, she was working on our panel. She was a sweetheart. She totally manifested us. She she even said it. She was like, I manifested you guys. Like, I just just put so much energy into listening to your podcast. And I just love you guys. So. But we if, appreciate all the love. Yes, yeah, and, I, and I've said this before on a video. People, if you guys see us out, please come, you know, say hi, say hi to us. We love that. We're, we're real we're, people. We're real people. We're approachable. And we, we love to connect with other people. So don't be ashamed. Don't Our, be scared. Yeah, don't be scared of us. We're nice. We're really tall, but we're yeah, nice. That's we what we look like giants, like, wow. but we're still nice. Everybody's like, I didn't know you guys are really tall. I didn't realize you were that tall. <laughs> when you're in a podcast, you don't sound that tall. <laughs> <laughs> like they can tell how tall we are. Yeah. So what's that? Hmm. Click, click. That sounds like a trigger. Oh, ah, anyway. Perfect segue to the You're main topic. You're so ah, silly. I love shooting. you. I, I made you look. All right, you always so. make me laugh. Like I said, this week we had quite a few men, you know, do coaching. And mm-hmm. this is really funny. This particular client came as part of a couple. Mm-hmm. And when he, the first day of coaching, he was like, I don't know if I believe in all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not that interested. I don't know. You know, I'm kind I'm of a logical guy. And after they finished their couples coaching he came back and was like i loved what i learned with you guys i love the coaching i want to continue so i'm going to continue on my own so he's continued coaching with us after we resolved the marriage relationship issue so now Mm -hmm. he's doing personal work and his session was really interesting to me so one of the things that i think that we're great at is we're like energy detectives we are energy detectives we are energy detectives so we can find where people's knots are where they're they're, um, of resistance yeah resistance like what beliefs and the what en- things they're en- doing to hold them up they're energetic blocks yes they're energetic blocks and so i was listening to him and i realized that every time he does his personal work and he gets on his journey and i, and I know a lot of people struggle with this right like mm-hmm. staying consistent staying focused whether right. you're journaling meditating right. whatever your practice is it, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's really hard to stay consistent and so he had noticed that whenever he traveled Mm -hmm. he would fall off of his practice and then it would spiral him into kind of some dark places Mm -hmm. and so once I noticed that he had a travel trigger (laughs) then we were able to like identify what is causing the trigger like what happens I, I hear people say all the time like I have that triggers me or I get triggered or I'm triggered but what are you doing about the triggers like what happens before you get triggered can you tell when you're starting to get triggered and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about like give people some ways that they can start getting ahead of those triggers and you're not going to get ahead of them if you don't identify them right and for you guys that aren't quite sure what we're talking about when we're saying triggers we're basically talking about the things that get you out of alignment the things that that make you upset, the things that make you react in a way that you don't want to react, the things that create negative behaviors mm-hmm. in, in you that you want to change. Or that make you feel emotions that you don't want to feel, that make you feel angry yeah. or make you feel sad or depressed. Right. Because, or, but actually, you can have positive triggers as yes, well as negative triggers. 100%. Right. In a relationship especially, it's really important to identify the, your negative triggers. Yes. And I know that for me, 
I spent years really self-reflecting and looking at myself because I was always striving to be the best me possible, the best me mm-hmm. as an individual and in a relationship. And sometimes with triggers, it's like all of a sudden you're in a good mood, la la la, then something happens and now you're pissed off and you're upset and you're in a mm-hmm. fight and it's like, wait a minute, how'd I get here? Right. So something triggered you to get out of that good mood mm-hmm. and into that negative state. Right. And so if you're not, you don't have that awareness, then you're going to keep getting triggered over and over again and life is going to suck. Your relationship's going to suck. Dating's going to suck. So <laughs> what are you trying to say, Anthony? It's going to suck. <laughs> it's going to suck. It's going to suck. <laughs> so it's really important for you to be aware of that. And this is where you can, and you know the triggers, this is where you can do a deep dive. Triggers start in your mind. Mm, everything starts it starts with your thoughts it starts with the story that you're telling about yourself or another person or an experience that you had and when you know what stories trigger you about yourself then you you'll know what situations are going to bring those triggers up so Mm -hmm. for example with this travel trigger (laughs) um, this particular client as soon as he stops doing his practice Mm -hmm. then he goes into beating himself up he's not good enough he's not doing it right he's not working hard enough and then the behaviors start to match it right Right. so as we went through what was causing the triggers it was things like always taking the earliest flight Mm -hmm. which caused him to start off rushed and not being able to move into his travel comfortably. Another one was he got off of his diet, so then he started to beat himself up about his body and his workouts. Mm -hmm. Another one was... He didn't... When he got back to the hotel, there was nothing in the evening, nothing to do. Yeah, nothing to do. All right. So then he started thinking about negative things. Yeah, he started thinking about more negative things. So in the coaching, what we recommended was that he change some of the behaviors so that he could stay in a good place. Mm -hmm. So number one, you don't need to take the 6 a.m. flight. You don't need to take the earliest flight. Take your time. You're not in a rush to get there Mm -hmm. so that you don't start off rushed. Oh, he was overbooking him himself like booking himself so tight when he got there that he was exhausted so we had him Mm -hmm. review his itinerary with another person so that they could help him see like this is a lot maybe you could take some of this off of there but the other one was with the diet you you recommended for him to order grub up yeah and order some healthy food instead of you know fast food or yeah or not eating or hotel food hotel research food, yeah. research healthy food around you before you go and then order grubhub so that it you could have food brought in mm-hmm. and then with the boredom in the evenings i loved this one i thought mm. this was such a great fix for it he's always wanted to write a book mm-hmm. and anthony you are so intuitive in that like in that coaching session anthony was like have you ever considered writing a book and the client was like, I, it's been something I wanted to do my whole life. And I just love that he just lit up like you guys, his spirit just showed up in that session. And we were like, that's what you do with your evenings when you're traveling. You have alignment. My friend. You, you have alignment. alignment. You and alignment. he reported back like he's excited to travel now because he is going to be staying on his program. Mm-hmm. He is going to be staying in alignment because we identified that travel was a trigger to get him out of alignment and we helped him find ways to get back in alignment through all of those triggers so it's the same thing in marriage and relationship like if you and your partner always fight when you drive together like figure out maybe you know talk about it before you get in the car Mm -hmm. okay so every time we get in the car we get into an argument about where we're gonna park Mm -hmm. 
Or it could be something as simple as listen to music while you're in the car. So you basically, you want to break up your patterns yes. of behavior. Yeah. Because those patterns of behavior is going to lead to the same end result, yes. negative end result. So you want to switch it up. And the trigger is you're going to feel the exact same emotion yeah. that you feel if you do it exactly the same. So that's yeah. why you got to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. You, you know, know, in relationships early on and in life, I noticed that I got into the most drama mm-hmm. and the most conflict mm-hmm. when I was hungry. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say that's one of our relationship triggers yeah. is when you're hungry, I know yeah. not to ask nothing. Yes. And so... <laughs> Not and a good I, time. And I'd get like, I'm like Betty White. <laughs> and those commercials. Those commercials, yeah. <laughs> and I'd take that, eat, just get something to eat and mm-hmm. change back to myself. So I, when I realized that that's when most of my, the chaos in my was life. happening. Because I'm not a person that has conflict. No, I'm a really no, easygoing person. You are really easygoing. And so what I did when I realized, oh, I'm, it's because I didn't eat. Yeah. Then when I was hungry and I couldn't eat, mm-hmm. I would just be quiet. Mm-hmm. I would drink a tall glass and shut the hell up <laughs> and just sit in the corner and be quiet. Yeah. And that would shut down. Yeah. And I would shut down and that would break up the patterns of right. me getting irritated and angry. And then people were like, what's wrong with you? I'm just like, I'm just tired. I agree 100%. And I'll say in our marriage, like when we were dating and I didn't know that, mm-hmm. when you would shut down or get quiet, then it would trigger me because I would think, oh my God, he's mad at me. He did yeah. something wrong. Then I would start telling myself a crazy story mm-hmm. and then we would get in a fight and I would be like, well, what did I do? You're not telling me. Tell me, what did I do? And you'd be like, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and then finally you started yeah, telling me like, yeah. I'm hungry. When I'm hungry, I don't have energy. I get hangry. I get hangry. And so I started carrying yeah. snacks and <laughs> making yeah. sure that you always have something to eat. And I can tell, I can tell when you're hungry now. I'm yeah. like, oh, he, you need something to eat? We need to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. And so that is a big trigger for What do you, what do you think one of yours was that you had to identify? You know, I had a lot of mm. triggers around being asked about what I'm doing, Mm. what, like what I'm spending, like how much money did you spend? That was a big trigger for me. Mm -hmm. I think number one, because I didn't grow up with money and Mm -hmm. money was always tight. And there was always a little bit of probably anger around money. You know, when, when you're a kid and your parent, or in my case, foster parents didn't have money, they would get very irritated if you asked for something. Mm. So I grew up like feeling very uncomfortable asking for what I want. So I decided to take it, you know, to grow up and become a boss and work and buy what I want and do what I want. So I don't have to ask anybody for anything. That was kind of my strategy. So it would be a trigger for me if you ask me like, you know, oh, did you buy something? Or is that new? Oh, when you would ask me if something's new, I would get so (laughs) triggered by that. (laughs) Don't ask me. Why are you asking me? Do I need Uh, to tell you? (laughs) And you were really great about it because you're like, why do you get so weird when I ask you? And then I explained my trigger and you explained to me that you do not care at all how much money I spend and that I work and I could do whatever I want with my money and don't feel that way with you. And it would still come up, but I had to change that trigger for myself. And you, you actually changed a little bit too. Instead of just asking me, is that new? You'd say, that's really nice. Oh, I'm glad you got that for yourself. Like you changed the language around it, which helped me to get rid of the trigger. Well, I think one of the points that's why it's so important to identify your triggers is because once you identify it, not only can you learn to start to get it under control, your negative mm-hmm, triggers, mm-hmm. but then your partner will understand 
Right. And then once they understand that they could work with you right. or they won't react so defensively when you get triggered because yes. it's like, oh, I, oh, my baby just got triggered. Yeah. So when you would, when you told me that story, yeah. then it was like, oh, okay, because sometimes when I'd ask you, just like, hey, does that noon, you get irritated and it turns like, <laughs> it turns like a little fight. And I'm like, yeah, why Try is she tripping? You. <laughs> Stop why asking you, why me. you coming at me like that? <laughs> yep. Then I would react. Yeah. And then so, it would be a fight. Right. And then I'd be hungry. Go, I'm hungry too. <laughs> now it's really going down. Uh, shopping yeah. is not fun with the Clarks. No. <laughs> Melanie but, hiding her packages and Anthony's hangry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so that helped me to deal with it. So yeah. that, then after that, it was like, oh, I stood out and she got triggered. Oh, I'm not upset. That's my baby. My baby. All right. Yeah. I get it. It's a trauma that she had or a yeah. limited belief. So No, it, it helps a lot when you discuss it. And I think this is just so important in relationship. That's that deeper love. When you can tell someone what your triggers are, when you mm-hmm. can tell them where they came from, when you can be that vulnerable and naked with someone, mm-hmm. that's part of connection. Yeah. And I always feel like relationships, we're really helping each other see ourselves and we're really helping each other heal ourselves and love ourselves deeper. Not We're not just loving each other. We're teaching each other how to love ourselves. Yeah. It's our responsibility to manage our thoughts and our energy, but it's also helpful to share it with someone that you love. Yeah, and almost everybody's going to come into a relationship with their triggers. Oh, yeah. And if you want that relationship to last, if you want to be, to, to be a great, yeah. satisfying, mutually satisfying relationship, then you have to start dealing with your triggers. You have to start taking responsibility for your negative reactions to things. Yeah. And some people are like, that's just the way I am. And right. I'm saying, if, well, if that's the way you are, you're going to be that way by yourself, yeah. divorced, yeah. lonely, single. And if that's cool with you, cool. Yeah. But you got to put in the work. You know what I'm saying? If you yeah. want something extraordinary, you got to do something out of the ordinary. You got to put in that extra work. Yes. And so, and which is great work. It's fun. Yeah, abso- yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, and when you work on yourself and you notice your behavior and you notice the things that upset you and you say, what can I do within me in my behavior mm-hmm. to prevent this from happening and not make it your partner's responsibility? You could tell them what you want and what you need, but you can always shift it within yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why identifying the triggers are so important because then you can ask yourself some questions like personal growth is really about asking yourself questions of why, why do I feel this way? Where did this come from? Yeah. I always tell clients, like, if you notice something is happening over and over again, like the travel trigger, mm-hmm. ask yourself, like, what happens right before then? How do I feel? Mm-hmm. What happens every single time that makes me feel this way? Yeah. And then when you identify it, you go, what can I do differently? Maybe yeah. I don't need to go around that person. Maybe this is the right mm-hmm. place for me. Not in a marriage. I mean, it could be, but I'm mm-hmm. not talking about that. I'm talking, you know, if you're dealing with people, like you always feel triggered by yeah. a neighbor, for instance, right? Like, don't be hanging out with the neighbor. Don't mm-hmm. force yourself to hang out with the neighbor. Maybe your neighbor is very dominating and, you know, says things that hurts your feeling. If mm-hmm. you don't want to deal with that and it triggers you, you can have a conversation with the neighbor. And if they're not willing to change, then don't hang out with the neighbor. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. You need to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And dismantling and dissolving those triggers happens a lot easier when you take responsibility for them and you know what causes them and you get ahead of them. That's right, people. So watch out for your triggers, learn to identify them (laughs) and just be aware. And once you're aware, share, share with your partner. They need to know. 
and don't be ashamed of it. Everybody has their triggers. Yes. And so that's part of life. That's To go there, you got to grow there and find those triggers are part of that. Yes. And be happy that you have triggers because they're showing you where you need to do some work. So be trigger happy, you guys. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Know that I'm happy to dismantle these triggers because it's just making me better and it's making my relationships better. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Great show. Oh, thank you. That was good. You're so smart. You're so smart. I love doing this podcast with you. <laughs> I love it too, honey. And I want to thank all you listeners for hanging out with us. We love and appreciate you guys. If you guys haven't gotten a copy of our book yet, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, available on Amazon.com. This is the number one Amazon bestseller. So we're very excited about that. If you guys are interested in coaching with us, you can go to our website, theamazingclocks.com, and actually get personal one-on-one live coaching with us live on zoom and last but not least if you want to become a life coach check out our life coach training and certification course at the law of attraction life coach academy.com if any of you listeners would like to get coaching on our podcast we're going to start doing some coaching <laughs> then email us at podcasts at blacklove.com and that's podcast with a s yes at blacklove.com. So there you go, people. We gave it to you. Now what you gonna do with it? See you next time. See you next time.